The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and the guests. Hello, and welcome to Two Millennials, One Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Richmond. And I'm Ethan Gable. This week, we're going to be talking about ghosting, not to be confused with last week's episode, Ghosts. Before we get started, though, please share this show, listen to this show, pass this show along, and tell everyone you know we're available on every major podcasting app. Except Spotify. Who still hates us. Well, I hate you. Just kidding. I actually really love Spotify, so. I like Spotify, too. I wish they would just host our podcast like everyone else. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) We're thriving, and they host our playlist. Which is still a bop. So check that out. (laughs) Absolutely. Two Millennials One Playlist on Spotify or Two Millennials One Podcast on every other app. Tell your friends. All right. As Abby said, we're talking about ghosting. And in case we have some older listeners, I'm just going to go ahead and give the millennial definition of ghosting. Ghosting is the practice of ending a personal relationship with someone by suddenly and without explanation withdrawing from all communication. So it's a verb. Indeed. It is something you do to somebody. Have you ever been ghosted? Yeah, but I also ghost, so like, I don't have a position to stand. And that's the thing. If you start looking into <laughs> the ghosting phenomenon of our generation, it seems like everyone ghosts or everyone gets ghosted. It's just all the way around. I think I've only been ghosted once. So like, I don't know the hurt that it is, but it's definitely my go-to move. Oh, so you're a big ghoster. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll dive into the psychology behind that in a moment. I've been ghosted as well. I don't believe I've ever ghosted somebody. I try to be a little more upfront about things. but It depends on like how deep into a relationship or quote talking situation you're in you feel oh i absolutely feel if it's kind of a flimsy thing or an on and off thing i'm not saying it's appropriate to just ghost somebody and leave them out to dry but (laughs) i i see that being more acceptable no doubt or like when someone's just being really overbearing that's totally the move because if you try and give an explanation they just won't listen anyways that's fair i suppose i don't know if i could ever justify ghosting ghosting sucks being ghosted on and just the total lack of return in anything you're trying to implement or talk about and just nothing the radio silence that's crushing yeah i feel like i personally wouldn't be able to handle that very well i was reading articles about this because this is a big deal right now this idea of ghosting and i'll explain why it's an even bigger deal than what you probably are thinking about right now but the article made a really good point about why ghosting sucks so hard it goes back to the idea that there's love and then there's hate but hate isn't the opposite of love indifference is the opposite of love yeah and just how hurtful that is when the person you're talking to they're not mad at you they don't hate you they're not anything they just aren't responding Oof, that cuts deep. It does, because then you're left alone with your thoughts, and you're like, what did I do wrong? What is wrong with me? Why isn't this girl texting back, or why isn't this guy sending me Snapchats anymore? It just makes you question yourself. I feel like I could get into a deep hole with that. Like, if I ever really had feelings for somebody and they ghosted me, oh, that would tear me apart. Okay, okay, I don't like this. I feel like now I deserve everyone a giant apology. Right, so all the (laughs) dudes you ghosted, now you're thinking about how hard that was for them. If they're listening to this, I'm really sorry. 
you can text me and I'll give you an explanation maybe. And I'll do the same if you're listening to this and you're like, oh man, he ghosted me and he's saying he's never ghosted anybody. Shoot me a message. Because I'm all about explanations on what I did wrong so that I can fix it. Maybe not even necessarily in the relationship, but like with my next relationship. Sure. Building blocks are good. Absolutely. Let's dig into the numbers. These polls are all pretty flimsy. I think this came from the dating website, Plenty of Fish. I was going to say, where would you get statistics on this? Yeah, this was hard. A lot of magazines and newspapers report on this, but their sources are always kind of sketchy. It seems to be that the majority of the millennial generation is involved in ghosting. To put a number on it, approximately 80% of millennials, millennial singles specifically, have been victims of ghosting. Holy cow. Which, I mean, if you think about it... 80% of millennials on Plenty of Fish, though. Correct. Correct. So it's a dating website. It's going to have some bias in it. And I feel like it's more present in dating websites. Like, the number of people I haven't responded to on Tinder is excessive. For sure. And we'll talk about that and why this happens so often as well. I saw some other statistics about 50% or so of people admit to ghosting. Why is this generation so heavy on not being upfront with people and just ghosting? Technology is the answer to that for sure. Our relationships as millennials are way less personal. The fact that you can engage and get pretty deep with somebody just on the internet. Without even ever meeting them. Exactly. No face-to-face. If you don't have that face-to-face personal connection, then the idea of cutting off communication and ghosting somebody, that seems more appealing. And it doesn't seem like that would hurt that other person because you don't have that personal connection. Just because you don't see them, though. Exactly. That doesn't mean it's not going to hurt them. But in your mind, this is why we ghost is it just seems so easy. You just wipe your hands of it and it's gone. I think for some people, too, it provides them a way to feel better than the other person. They can just leave the situation without feeling anything. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, I didn't get attached, so... Right. Breaking up with somebody, calling off a fling, all of those things are incredibly difficult. They're uncomfortable. And since we live in this tech society, that just becomes that much easier where hey, if I just don't respond, he'll get the idea or she'll get the idea, which on the other end, like we've discussed, that's absolutely wrecking that person. Yeah. But for the person that is doing the ghosting, it's hard not to. It's just such an easy out. You don't have to deal with the emotion and the hard stuff. Because like defining short-term relationships is literally the most awkward thing ever. If you only want it to be a short-term thing and you don't want anything serious and you don't tell them up front, That can be so uncomfortable. Oh, no doubt. The conversation is uncomfortable, but so is the alternative of just, okay, I'm not (laughs) texting this dude back, you know? Me on the older end of this thing of the millennials, I'm to the point where I guess I'm losing my filter or whatever. I'll just tell you how it is. I don't try to dance around things. Yeah. And realizing that is such a better way to live life. I get not everyone understands that at this point, but ghosting seems literally terrible. You should be able to come out. And even if it is awkward and you're like, man, what are we? That type of stuff. If you don't want to talk to that person anymore. If you don't want to DTR. Ooh, DTR. You can do it. Think it out. I don't think you can actually. DTR. I don't know. Define the relationship. Ooh, I like that. It's from Awkward, the MTV show. Okay, okay. Yeah, if you don't want a DTR, I like that. I feel like I should have known that, but that's fine. There is no problem in that. Not every fling is going to be some great, beautiful six-year relationship, but you owe it to yourself and you owe it to the other person to just be upfront about that. And that goes with like out of the gate, defining your expectations. If you don't want to be boyfriend, girlfriend, or you're If not, you just want a one night stand. Sure. Everyone be open about it. And yeah. then you're not crushing someone on the other end when you don't have the goal to come up to them and be like, hey, I'm not feeling this. So you just leave them on red and you never hear from them again. 
Mm. It doesn't seem like a good way to live life. And honestly, this makes millennials look terrible. <laughs> I feel so bad right now. This makes our generation look very, very flimsy and entitled. And <laughs> yeah. it's rough. And I was reading kind of about the history of ghosting, because this isn't a new phenomenon, but apparently prior to us, that phenomenon of ghosting, it wasn't called that back then, but that was left to like the degenerates and the low lives of humanity, of people that just like wouldn't show up or would make plans and not follow through. And now it's all of us doing this. It's like hard now too, though, because they can see you posting and they can see that you actually are on social media and there isn't a reason that you're not replying to them or anything. right in the old days you don't hear from a girl oh her phone broke you right. know like she shattered her nokia on the ground and she's really sorry but in this day and age yeah that person's still posting on snapchat they're still liking stuff that on insta because like i've been friend ghosted before that sucks sure humans are mean and we're we have enough technology that the meanness really shines through Back in the old days, if you were being mean, people just didn't know. You didn't encounter people that frequently that you do in this day and age with technology. So if you were going to ghost, that may not make that much of an impact. That's how drifting apart happens. But with technology, that's immediate. Mm. You're just like, man, I've texted this girl six times over the last week and she's responded to none of them. Oof. I feel like I I need to sit down and reevaluate everything. Your life and yeah. how you handle relationships. And- yeah. I feel like we already knew that though. <laughs> perhaps do you remember the time that you were ghosted yeah because it was while i've been at college oh so this was a recent ghost yeah we were like snapchatting we met through a mutual friend and it wasn't like a super serious thing but it was definitely obviously flirtatious and we were gonna hang out and i went out saturday night and we met at this party we didn't like intend to but we both happened to be there and then we were gonna go back and watch netflix and chill and that never happened because he like walked away and just like r.i.p and there was never any follow-up or explanation nope Hmm. that it didn't hurt though because like it wasn't a big loss Sure. It wasn't that involved or you hadn't been on like 18 dates and then oh, all of a sudden yeah. you just disappeared. It wasn't even something that like negatively affected me. So yeah, that's a very minimal ghosting situation. Yeah. But I mean, there are some examples of some hardcore ghosting that goes on where you have been on multiple dates or you may have made plans or something with somebody and then they just gone. I did that with the guy that I dated my sophomore year because I got back together with my ex and then I just stopped talking to him. Yeah, and that's some of it too, especially if they are going back to an ex or there's some other guy or girl they're interested in. Because that's embarrassing to explain. It is. If you're telling the person that you have been flirting with or on the edge of hanging out with or whatever that, oh, sorry, my old boyfriend, (laughs) he's kind of back in the picture. That's rough. It's messy. These conversations are messy. I get why ghosting is so prevalent. It's it just... wasn't the worst, though, because like we didn't live in the same town, so it's not like I ever saw him. So it re- literally was like I became a ghost and I didn't exist anymore. <laughs> Which, on your end, probably seemed pretty easy to do. Yeah, it was real nice. But he may still be upset about that. Yeah, he told me the other day that he hated me. Well, there you go. Because he swiped right on Tinder just to tell me that. I was like, thanks. That's really rough. Yeah. <laughs> three years later (laughs) that's really rough but see there you go that is the the consequence of ghosting you almost have to be either oblivious or shameless if you're gonna just straight up hardcore ghost somebody yeah but apparently millennials are we just don't care something else while i was reading about ghosting in relationships anyway there are like three other phrases have you heard of breadcrumbing 
No. So breadcrumbing is kind of like ghosting, but it's when someone intentionally leads someone else on with little breadcrumbs. They like flirt a little bit, I've you been, know, yeah. and they like get that person interested and then they just ghost mm, on them. That's happened to me so many times. Why do people do that stuff? <laughs> I don't that's know. That's cruel. Just dangle it just enough to get that person Just intrigued. enough to keep you interested. Yeah. And then like stop communication and then like a couple months later, then just drop a little yeah. another one. I don't get the, the game on that, but yeah, that's called breadcrumbing apparently. And there are some others. I don't remember them all, but the fact that someone sits down and takes the time to name For real. these things that millennials do, it's kind of weird. But. I'm not up on all that stuff though. Have you seen the memes about moths? No. Oh my gosh. They're all over the place and I don't understand them at all. Like I don't know where they came from. Interesting. Maybe you're old now, Abby. I'm only 18. I know, but once you stop knowing what the meme is... Yeah, that's true. You're old. That's it. Like the Johnny and the sugar thing. Yeah, I don't know that one either. Yeah, I don't know anything you're saying. <laughs> oh, in no. about in about a year, they'll filter down to me and I'll be like, oh, that's cool, you know. <laughs> oh, getting old sucks. All right, so why is ghosting so popular when i searched ghosting by the way there were tons of news articles from the last week even so what has happened is not only do millennials ghost inside of a relationship they will also ghost their employer and this is becoming a big problem what yeah hiring managers and companies right now are complaining about our generation because apparently we are really bad about starting a job, showing up to work, and then just disappearing. Or applying and getting that big job interview and then just not showing up. Or showing up to the interview, getting the job, and then ghosting on the first day of work. Apparently, we as a generation are doing that a lot. Oh my goodness. That is something I do not understand. Then I couldn't go into the establishment anymore. Sure, or I do that. if your name is passed around, if you're in a small enough community... Oh, yeah, if you did that here, right, everyone's going to know. Exactly. That, that person got a job here, but they didn't show up, or they showed up for a week and then just bailed. And I remember hearing that stuff. I worked some summer jobs as a telemarketer, and there'd be people that got jobs and then just would disappear. I totally get the phenomenon, and I'm not saying that I don't think about it from time to time. There are days where I'm like, I'm never coming back, and I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't tell anybody. I'm not going to give them a heads up. But apparently this is a big deal, even to the point where, I mean, you get the job, you go to the interview, and then you don't go to the first day at work. What was the point of that? Authority scares me, though, so I would be so intimidated to even try to do that. I couldn't. I don't think I could either. That just seems super disrespectful and kind of a waste of time. Like, why go through the trouble of but getting a job? But that's millennial generation. We're I guess. disrespectful. Disrespectful and entitled. So I looked into the stats on this, and this was in USA Today in an article over the summer, and apparently they talked to a bunch of employers, and they're seeing numbers between 20 and 50% of job applicants are no-shows to the interviews. I mean, that's insane just to think about. You call 10 people, and 50% of them, five of them don't show up for the interview. So what they, some of these companies have taken to doing, instead of doing one-on-one -on -one interviews because they know they won't show up, they just group interview people. They'll call 50 in, and the guy was like, we'll call 50 in because we don't care if 25 don't show up in that right. case. We'll just interview them all at once. How would that even, how would you conduct an interview like that? That would be incredibly uncomfortable. Especially if you're sitting next to someone who's way more qualified than Definitely, you. and you need to be that shining star out of a group of 25 knowing that there should be 50 people here, and you're already ahead of the game because you showed up, but now you got to hunger games your way to a job. I wouldn't do that because I'm not that kind of person. I would immediately like reduce myself and retreat. Not try. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
I, I don't think I'd like that either, but I mean, that's the consequence of our generation's actions. If we can't follow through, then that's how it's going to be. You know, maybe when you go to, to apply for your first job, maybe you'll be in a group situation. That's terrifying. Hopefully not. Why do people do that? That goes to the same thing with relationships. It's messy. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you decide that you don't want the job after all. Yeah. People are too afraid to call the employer and be like, hey, sorry, this isn't going to work out. Maybe you can't make the interview. At what point are we calling to say, oh, sorry, I can't actually make this. They just don't show up. And this got to the whole thing of millennials think that no response is a response. And when I read that, I thought that was so true. We, with technology, think just yeah. by not responding that the other person will get the message. Yeah. Which is faulty if you think about it. I don't like that, though, because I'll leave people on red just because I'm busy or something and then they get upset. I'm not saying it's always intentional, but this phenomenon has crossed over and widely accepted among us. I mean, I think about my day-to-day life. I had a kid ask me for a letter of recommendation the other day and I didn't respond. I did it. But I didn't feel compelled to say, yeah, I'll do that. So he's, I would hate that. Yeah, and he's freaking out like, oh, God, is Mr. Gable yeah. going to write that? And that's totally bad on me. I, like, I'm guilty. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologized. But that's something of our generation. We think if we just don't respond, the message will be received. But that is faulty because that other person has no idea. The employer has no idea that you're busy that day or you don't want the job. The girl that you didn't text back has no idea that you like this other girl or you're just not that interesting. If we would just be more upfront with our responses, none of this would be an issue. Because how many different ways can like a sentence be misinterpreted, let alone nothing? nothing? Right. And that's the thing is if you don't get a response, then the other person person or other entity just gets left to wonder and that's the most dangerous thing there is because when you start faulting yourself or you think there's a problem with you when in reality it could be anything i feel like i'm the odd man out on this situation but in our generation streaks are a big deal like streaks on snapchat and so if you end somebody's streak on snapchat that's basically like breaking things off and what do you mean by that you're the odd man out do you not follow that snapchat frequently enough for streaks to matter to me if i talk to you every day then we're going to have one but i won't go out of my way to be like streak yeah i don't understand that either i'll put myself in that boat the streak to have a streak thing i hate that actually i don't get that (laughs) i prefer cool we snapchatted 20 days in a row because we had something to say to each other but if it's to the point where we're working to keep the streak going kind of defeats the purpose because like i don't text i use snapchat so i do use snapchat often but it's not to make sure that we're friends because we have a streak yeah that almost tilts the other way do you think the millennial generation or the people being ghosted or people that are on the receiving end of these things may just be a little too sensitive like i get ghosting's a bad thing too but you're right there's the other end where like oh my god you didn't text me back within five minutes and i'm mad about it That seems to be pretty prevalent in our generation as well. Especially like if you can see if they've read it or not. If somebody reads your message and they just kind of leave you unread, it hurts. Right. Even though they may be busy. Yeah. You start thinking like, what did I do? And did I say something wrong? Or did that sound corny? And so now you can like delete messages, unsend them on Instagram DM, or you can delete them on Snapchat and like say something else. And so I've had friends freak out with a boy you know when you're like sitting in a room with a girl and she's asking everybody to like what should i say what should i say and she like deleted it five times and yeah i didn't realize you could delete things you had already sent that's a new snapchat feature but it's been it's been around on dm for a while i see so is it deleted before the other person sees it you can do both so they could have read it and then all of a sudden it's a different message yeah Mm, seems you can't change it so like they could read it and then you resend it before they say something else i see you just make it go away yeah okay 
It's also a pretty not good tool because that means that they can change the entire view of the conversation if somebody starts deleting messages. Somebody that didn't like me in high school did that and made me look like a really bad person because she deleted the messages that she was saying. Right. So it just makes you look terrible. Yeah. Yeah, man. Technology is a double-edged sword. That is a distinct problem. The fact that technology records it all seems like a distinct problem, but if you're able to alter the record, that's bad too. What a weird time we live in. I like that point though, Avi, the maybe oversensitivity of the ones being ghosted or think they're being ghosted. Maybe you're not being ghosted. Maybe the girl's just busy. Maybe the guy's just on his roof pulling stuff out of the gutter and didn't have time to text back. Do you think you've changed your ways? Has this conversation made it such that you will consider before you will just disappear on someone? I'll probably just think about it. (laughs) I I might still do it. I don't know. It depends on why I chose to ghost them. Do you think there are situations where ghosting is deserved? Yeah. Like if somebody is an absolutely horrible, no good person and they do something really yuck to you, then definitely ghost them. I've done that since I've been at Truman and then the other guy was being really creepy and I was just like, bye. Yeah. The creepy ghosting thing. There's a lot of gentlemen from the millennial generation that can be definitely overbearing and weird and whatnot. Okay. So I was getting ready to explain it, but then I remember it's because I feel like If I don't answer three of your Snapchats, you get the message. And there we are, right back with the no response (laughs) is a response with our generation. If you ask me like a question in your Snapchat and you say something and then you flirt and then I don't answer to any of them, please just leave me alone. (laughs) I think most people would get the message from that. But at the same time, you could just be like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. That's so mean. It is, but it's to the point. You know, it's getting the message across opposed to just leaving someone on red. That's how you fix this. That's what we need to be better at at our generation, just being upfront with each other. I need to just grow up. Confrontation is so scary. Confrontation's hard. And that's exactly why we're having this podcast. If confrontation was easy, we would not be talking about ghosting. There'd be no such thing. Right. But LOL. Yeah. The more you realize that everyone is an idiot and no one knows anything and we're all just here, the easier confrontation is. How meta can you get? Pretty meta. Legitimately, though, like I said, you start losing your filter and then you just say whatever you want whenever you want and you just deal with the ramifications of it. Oh my gosh. I feel like that accurately describes you, though. Yeah. Well, that was a good discussion on ghosting. I hope we have convinced Abby to not ghost anyone and I hope that she never gets ghosted. I hope that I'm past the point of ghosting anything or anybody or getting ghosted as I'm super old. All right, Abs, you got a song pick of the week for us. I was trying to think of something and I'm really surprised I haven't already suggested this but it's not in the playlist so i guess that means i haven't it's called gum by moose blood do we have any moose blood in the playlist i don't think so but i absolutely love that song it's a jam anytime cool i had a similar epiphany there's a song called and run by sir sly and if you're going to look it up you have to use the the ampersand not the word and but and run by sir sly that is such a good tune and i was wondering why that wasn't in our playlist and now it is Also, what's coming up on the schedule there? We have a Halloween episode I'm pretty sure is happening. We have a Halloween episode that may be special. And there's probably some other cool things coming up in between then. So make sure you're listening and make sure you've subscribed and keep checking us out. Thanks for checking us out this week, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed making it for you. Have a fantastic week.